What up, baby? My name is Sam Altieri, and I am your freaking hype woman. I am on this planet to help you feel confident in your body, in your business, and in the freaking bedroom. Let's go. If you want to feel empowered, if you want to feel confident, if you want to really step into your divine feminine energy and feel like a total badass, Be More Real is this spot for you. If you are a high achieving woman and you know that you have untapped potential, Be More Real is for you. I give it to you straight. I cut through the bullshit and we just get down and dirty. Every episode is packed with not only the woo and the mindset, but also the do, the practical strategy, because I love getting shit done. I don't know about you. All right, queen. I love you so much. Thank you for being here. Now let's just jump into the episode. All right, you guys, today I want to share a little bit about coffee because I took the past like three weeks off of coffee and I just had it for the first time this morning. And I literally decided to just like run upstairs, grab my podcast stuff and just record an episode for you because it's blowing my mind what is happening inside of my mind and body right now as I've had caffeine for the first time since yeah, it's been about three weeks. Um, so I want to share a little bit about like why I took time off and also just kind of what happens with consistent coffee use, caffeine, how it affects your stress, your cortisol levels, your adrenals, your feel good hormones like serotonin and what you can do to help either bring your coffee intake down just a little bit or to really help your hormones. So, okay, let's just go back in time three weeks. I went on a retreat. If you've been following me on the gram, which if you are not head over to the gram, cause that's where I am at Sam Altieri and come and hang with me, shoot me a DM. And so on my stories a few weeks ago, I told you guys that I met this incredible woman at a wedding. Her name is Kylie. Hi Kylie, if you're listening. <laughs> and she and I started talking and we realized we had so much in common and she lived in Tahoe. We were there for a wedding. Her, um, her brother was the best man and Kurt was a, one of the groomsmen. And so we started talking and realizing that we were both coaches and we were both into health and wellness and spirituality and all this stuff. And it was super cool. I'm like, oh my God, you're like my soul sister. And so we decided to just like continue the conversation. And she ended up telling me that she was going to be in Denver for a retreat the week following. And I was like, shut the fuck up. Like I'm living in Denver right now. My best friend Steph's house. We're here for a few more months before our van gets finished. Like let's jam. And she's like, yeah, why don't you come to the retreat? And I was like, what? No way. So I looked at the details. It felt like a full body. Fuck yes. And I was like, this is irrational. Who cares doing it anyways? And cleared my calendar and went on this retreat. And the retreat was amazing. And I don't want to get into all the details of the retreat. I will do an episode on it soon. But what happened was I ate no meat. I ate no dairy, no gluten. I already don't have um, a diet consisting of dairy and gluten for the most part, but I didn't have meat. And I also didn't have coffee. There was coffee there, but actually my body was like not interested and they were making cacao, which is basically in a little elixir of cacao powder. Um, and actually the whole cacao bar, kind of like a chocolate bar. And then you mix it with like a hot milk and maple syrup and salt. And like, it's so fucking good, but it made me realize I actually didn't really want coffee. So when I got back to Denver after the retreat, 
I didn't have coffee. And I was like, whoa, this is weird. I love coffee. I've always loved coffee. Um, and I always used to call it unicorn crack. And I kind of forgot about it's like magic power, right? So I took the past three weeks off. I was like, I'm just going to see what happens to me. So the things I noticed were that my appetite was significantly bigger. Uh, obviously caffeine, if you didn't know this already, caffeine is an appetite suppressant, right? So if you wake up in the morning and you have coffee on an empty stomach, like chances are you're not going to be hungry for a little bit. And this used to happen to me. And I knew that it wasn't good for my hormones, but I was kind of doing it anyways, because I didn't want to give it up, <laughs> but Hey, whatever. Um, so anyways, I noticed like my appetite was increasing and I'm like, whoa, this is super interesting. The other thing I noticed was that my mood was a little bit like blah, like I felt meh and I was attributing it to all the things happening in the world because I am an empath and I really do. I actually feel physical sensations and the energy of the shit going on in the world and people around to me all the time. And so I just thought it was like, everything that's been going on and maybe it has been but I think also the lack of caffeine which means that I have less um serotonin getting secreted which is your feel-good hormone right uh I think I just wasn't feeling as good and I was noticing it and just kind of like being an observer but now it's kind of all clicking in my mind and then I don't really like in terms of energy I naturally do have a lot of energy. I think that's a gift that I was given so that I can show up and do things like this. And I did notice a little bit of a dip like midday more than normal. Um, and that's because I wasn't taking in any caffeine. Like I wasn't even drinking tea. I was just having cacao, which cacao has like a little bit of caffeine because it is extracted, I believe, from coffee beans. I need to, don't quote me on that. But um yeah. So I just noticed like less energy. My mood wasn't as like high and my productivity was fucking trash, like <laughs> absolute trash. I couldn't get anything done. Um, and I also have ADHD for those of you who don't know, I'm going to be talking about this a lot more. And I don't know that caffeine is actually good for ADHD because it just kind of exacerbates the scabbing's distractedness. So in a way, not having caffeine and not having coffee was probably serving me in that regard, but I was still kind of all over the place. Like I, I was like, blah, 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 blah. so that was my experience without caffeine. Now, as I'm recording this podcast, I just had my first pumpkin spice latte. Call me basic bitch. I don't care. They're fucking delicious. And <laughs> so I had this and I was like, okay, a pumpkin spice latte is not that much coffee because it's a lot of milk. And I did it with coconut milk and um, it was delicious. But I am telling you, I felt cracked out. Like I posted on my story, my stories this morning. I can't even speak. Posted on my stories this morning and I'm like, yo, what the fuck is this? <laughs> like coffee is crazy. And I just didn't even realize how much it really affects my mood and affects just like, like it, it makes me feel like lighter and happier and freer and like, woo, you know, like more of myself in a way. And so what I mean by that is like, okay, so 
about a year ago, I did a Dutch test, which is basically a huge hormone panel. They take tests of everything, your cortisol, your estrogen, your testosterone, your progesterone, your androgens, all of these hormones that help you live happily, healthily, your processes are working, you're menstruating, all these things. And my hormone levels were fucked. They were really, really bad. One, probably from my eating disorder. Two, probably from years of over-exercising. Three, from years and years and years of chronic stress and high-functioning anxiety. Um, and then lastly, I think just like the stress and the pressure of like, this is probably subconsciously, but like never feeling good enough or like I fit in. So I think deep down, I was always trying to prove myself and like always searching for this validation and that shit's exhausting on your nervous system. So I think pair all of that together. And that's a perfect storm to really fuck up your hormones. Um, and binge eating is like such a great way to fuck up your hormones. And I didn't, obviously I couldn't like I, I didn't know this then. And I also like felt very victim to the binge eating. Like I didn't know how to stop it then. But what I've realized is like all of those things together put me in a perfect storm of stress. And so I had candida or however you say it, Canada, I don't know, um, where you basically have a yeast infection in your gut, right? Which is like, sounds disgusting because it is, right? I had leaky gut. I had, um, I lost my period for two years. Like it was insane. And I was obviously drinking coffee every day. Um, I wasn't having too, too much coffee, but I definitely relied on it. And what I noticed anytime I didn't drink caffeine, coffee, was I would get raging headaches. I would feel so bad. I would have like withdrawal system symptoms as if I was like a drug addict and I would feel not happy. And it's because like the brain comes to expect this increase in serotonin, right? And it gets these happy chemicals. And when it doesn't get it, you get agitated, you get irritable. And that was happening for me, right? Like caffeine is, is known to increase your serotonin levels. And we don't get serotonin outside of us. Like we, um, we produce it naturally. And so when I got this hormone panel back, it said that my serotonin was low. And I was like, interesting. Now this is before I did this coffee experiment, but it just goes to show that like, there's so much going on hormonally that you don't see that could be really impacting your life, which I'll probably bring on a hormone expert to talk more specifically to this. But all I knew is that caffeine felt like something I quote unquote needed because I naturally had lower serotonin levels. And there's part of me that has a sneaking suspicion that that's related to unhealed trauma that I'm working through on the mom's side of my family. But what ends up happening with a decrease in serotonin levels is that you have your mood isn't as regulated, your pain and pleasure sense, uh, sensations um, aren't regulated as much, the emotional responses aren't regulated as much, and serotonin, which is one of the things that caffeine does increase, it, it acts kind of like an antidepressant. And I was like, oh my God, am I depressed? And yes, I think in the past I have been depressed for sure. I was very depressed in like 2013 at the very end of college, like going into the real world, working at my nine to five. But I haven't felt like that in a while. I've had moments for sure of feeling like just so overwhelmed and anxious and maybe depressed. I don't know. But 
I didn't really realize how much caffeine was masking that for me. So the thing is, is caffeine's not bad. And I want to like, just remind you, like drinking coffee is not bad. And actually there's health benefits to it. Um, it increases your cognitive ability and improves your energy, enhances your well-being, alertness, like all these things. They're amazing. And the flip side is that caffeine strongly affects the body's ability to manage and deal with stress, both when you're resting and when you're doing stuff. Because it coffee, it secretes two of your key hormones, uh, cortisol and uh, the other one's ethinephrine. And that basically like increases your uh, heart rate, your blood pressure, adrenaline, all that stuff. And then cortisol is your stress hormone. And that's the thing that frees up stored glucose. And what ends up happening is the level of cortisol that happens after caffeine is the same or very similar to those people who have experienced acute stress, right? So if you're in a stressful job, if you are in a a relationship right now that's causing you stress, like life is stressful. Let's be real. The life, like the world is crazy right now. So there's already a whole nother level of stress. So drinking coffee recreates and exacerbates stress conditions in your body, right? And then like, not that's just if you have in a vacuum, then you pair that with life, right? And you pair that with the typical American diet of refined sugars and carbs, like your body needs to release even more insulin to do its job, right? And then that can lead to weight gain. It can lead to mood changes, irritability, um, inability to lose weight. Like it, you, it, and it will usually gather around your midsection because stress and cortisol usually affects your midsection, right? So it just turns into like fucking metabolic disaster. And I didn't stop drinking caffeine for that reason. I stopped drinking caffeine because I wanted to see what would happen to my body. I was kind of doing just like a little experiment. The thing is, is like caffeine in moderation is not an issue for most people. And honestly, it probably has more health benefits than not. Um, it's, it's just when you combine it with a sedentary lifestyle, a poor diet and like chronic stress, right. And chronic stress isn't like, oh my gosh, like work is crazy. That is chronic stress, but also chronic stress can be consistently people-pleasing, not setting boundaries, feeling bad about yourself. Like that's all stress in your body because it's not going, it's going against your natural way of being. Right. And when we pair those together, that is a recipe for metabolic fuckery. (laughs) And, you know, if you think about it, like, we drink way more caffeine than our parents, that are great, than our parents' parents, that are parents' parents' parents. And also, beyond just coffee, think about what else you drink during the day that has caffeine. Maybe you only have one cup in the morning. Maybe you have a cup in the morning and in the afternoon. Maybe you have like five cups. Dude, when I was in architecture school, I would be drinking, oh my God, an iced coffee that was like loaded with sugar and milk, or not milk, because I was lactose intolerant, but I don't know what I was, I don't know. Maybe I was drinking the black. I can't remember. But then I was also having, and this is like, oh my God, so bad. I was having an amp a day also. Like I was probably pumping myself with like six, 800 milligrams of caffeine, right? And the standard size for a cup of coffee is six ounces. And if you live in America, right? And you're under the 
the age of 40, like you probably don't even own a six ounce glass of anything. Like six ounces is literally nothing. It's either like 12 or 24. It's like 12, 16 or 24. Think about that. So the smallest coffee that you get out is double the size of the like recommended dose. But like, why the fuck would I drink a small if I can have a large, you know? (laughs) So pair caffeine, stress, sugar, not moving as much, right? Especially with COVID, like maybe your routines have been messed up. Maybe you haven't been walking as much because you don't have a commute. It has so many effects on your neuroendocrine immune system, which is basically your brain, your hormone, and your immune systems. And it could be affecting you more than you realize, right? So this isn't to scare you to stop drinking coffee, but it is to ask yourself, like, how much are you relying on coffee, right? And how much are you kind of using it as a drug? Uh, Because I probably subconsciously was. I think I was scared to not have coffee because I thought my appetite was going to be so huge that I was going to eat everything and like get fat. (laughs) And I think at the end of the day, I want you to just start paying attention to how you feel when you drink coffee, right? If you are a person who maybe um, naturally is a very scatterbrained and ADHD like me and you're drinking coffee, I wonder if that is going to make your symptoms worse, right? Does it make you more crazy, more scatterbrained, more all over the place? Because it totes does for me, right? Fortunately, I can channel that energy and pour it into a podcast, which is beautiful. But maybe you're not able to do that right now in your work or in your business, right? So ask yourself just like how you feel after you drink it, right? And then are do you get like shaky? Do you get irritable? Do you have like a really big crash after you drink coffee? Because if so, that's a really great sign that maybe it's time to do a coffee detox. So like I said, I've been coffee free for about three weeks. And I just had my first coffee today and it wasn't even a coffee, right? It was probably, I think they put one shot of espresso in it. I don't know. Maybe it was two. Maybe that's why I feel so cracked out, but I noticed a significant, significant change in like who I am. And I'm like, Whoa, this is nuts. Like I I genuinely feel like I'm on a drug. And so like, just, just for funsies, like try it out, like try a day with no coffee and just see what happens. See if you get migraines or maybe not migraines, but headaches or see what happens to you. And then maybe try for a few days, try for a week, because then what happens is you actually get to help your hormones. You get to help reset them back to kind of baseline and your body will naturally start to restore those hormones. And I think for me, this is like a really, really powerful lesson in not relying on things outside of me. Like I love coffee because I love the taste. I don't drink it for the, the energy. Uh, I mean, it's fun, right? It's great, but I genuinely love the taste of coffee. Like there's something really, really beautiful and having a morning ritual with coffee and doing my whole routine and I just love it but I've substituted it with cacao and it's the same like it's the same feeling I get the same feeling of the routine from doing it with cacao as I did with the coffee I could never get into tea like I think I needed to add like a milk or make it a little bit more potent tea is a little bland for me it's just not personally my thing. I like iced tea during the day, but like tea in the morning doesn't do anything for me. I like tea at night, but in the morning, I do like to have a little bit more of like 
substance. So if you've been on this train of, ooh, I actually have a problem with coffee, like I'm drinking too much of it, you can try cacao. I'll actually, I'll, um, I'll be posting my recipe for it on my Instagram. So make sure you head over there and check it out and let me know if you like it. Like, I, it feels like you're just drinking this like really rich chocolate elixir and there's this level of like bitter bitterness to it, kind of like coffee has. Um, but then there's the sweetness from, you can use maple syrup, you can use um, agave, honey. I actually just got, I went to the this new place. I'm a new Colorado resident, right? I've been living in Denver for a few weeks and I found this place called Natural Grocers and they have this stuff called date syrup and it's literally dates and they I don't know what the hell they do to it, but they basically make syrup out of it and it's just dates. There's no additives or anything. And I added some of that to it and it was so good. So yeah, I wanted to share this experience because like I I had my pumpkin spice latte this morning and then I was like, whoa, life is amazing and like, I'm so crazy. And what happened is we went for like an hour and 15 minute walk. I cleaned my entire room, did laundry, um, Kurt is now cleaning the cabinets in the pantry. Like we were just like, ooh, 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 ooh. and then I'm like, yo, I gotta, I gotta hang with the peeps and get on the podcast and talk about this coffee thing because dude, this is unreal. Like I, I really want you to experience the contrast and I don't know what I'm going to do moving forward with caffeine. You know, it's actually making me think like, Ooh, do I want to keep drinking it? Do I want to take a take some time off. Maybe I'll do like three days a week or something. I don't know. It's so good though. Like I'm already like, oh, I already love, I already miss it. And I just had it. (laughs) But the one thing I will say is I do not drink caffeine after 12. That has always been a rule for me because, or I should say boundary. Um, It's always been a boundary for me because anytime after 12, like I either don't sleep, it fucks with my um, mood. It's just not good. So I, if you want to start somewhere, Start with not drinking caffeine after 12. It's really not good for your body because if you think about your circadian rhythms, it really fucks up your circadian rhythm and it will impact your ability to sleep if you have uh, insomnia or if you get anxious before bed or you can't fall asleep right away. You got to make that change. I, when my head hits the pillow, I pass out and I sleep solid at least eight to nine hours. Like I am a baby grandma. And I love it. I love being that. And I think it's really because I don't have caffeine after 12. And the thing that I do for my midday crash, because we all have that crash. That's why like siestas are a thing in other countries. It's crazy that America doesn't have this. Um, Instead of going to caffeine, I'll either take a walk, but usually, and I don't often do that, um, or I do it, but I do it in tandem with Organifi reds or greens. Uh, you guys are probably seeing me on my story talking about it, but I usually take Organifi red juice and it feels like I'm drinking caffeine, but there's not, there's no caffeine in it and there's no, um, crash. And then I still pass out and the flavor is delicious. Like, I don't know about you. Like I love drinking water, but there's something about adding something to water like Mio or any of these other like fruits and herbs, whatever, mint, like that just makes drinking water way more enjoyable. And so I've been doing Organifi for probably the past like three months. And I've noticed that I don't go to food anymore midday. Like sometimes I have a piece of fruit, but 
And so if I'm hungry, I used to have a midday snack, not even because I was hungry, but because I was crashing and I just wanted the dopamine. I just wanted the, uh, the glucose, the carbs, the sugars to help me stay awake. And that wasn't really serving. That wasn't, I didn't really feel good about it. And I don't like eating when I'm not hungry, you know? So I've been doing Organifi and oh my God, I feel like it's been such a game changer. I don't even have, they've really helped with cravings too, now that I think about it. But anyways, if you want to check out Organifi, definitely do it. Um, you can use my code balance with Sam. I think you get like 10 or 15% off. Need to confirm. I'll drop it in the show notes, but highly recommend. I've had a lot of my clients use Organifi and they like love them. The flavor is delicious. It mixes into the water. Like it's so good. It tastes like the res tastes like you're having an acai bowl, however you say that, but in like smoothie liquid form, it's really good. Um, and then I take the greens powder in the morning. I do the gold at night. I literally am an Organifi addict. So if you want to know anything about it, just DM me and ask me questions. I'd be happy to answer. Those are the three that I use. I'm obsessed, but that's what I've been using to supplement my low energy midday. And then I've been having cacao in the morning and sometimes even at night. Um, cacao is really like cacao is energizing, but also calming at the same time. And it's really high in magnesium, which the majority of the population is deficient in. So it's a great way to get some of that magnesium. And yeah, so I just wanted to share this experience with you guys, because first of all, like I haven't hopped on and done a solo episode like this in a hot fucking minute. Like I think life has just been really crazy and I've been really loving recording with guests, but there's part of me that really wants to get back to doing some of these solo episodes about like life and not just nutrition and stuff like that, but like actually the things that are going on for me with my like healing work that I'm doing, personal development work, uh, my relationship with Kurt, we're going to be moving into the van in a few months. Like there's so much stuff. And I, I really want to just like jam with you guys. Cause it feels like you guys are like my best friends. I know that sounds, maybe it sounds crazy. Maybe it doesn't, but I love speaking into this mic and like, I don't know who it is listening on the other side. So please DM me. Like I, when I say this, I'm not just saying it to say it. I genuinely want to know who you are. So message me, like, let me know who you are because this is like my favorite place to be. I feel so at home and at peace podcasting. It's like, it's my fave. It really, really is. And uh, I'm thinking about doing two episodes a week. I've been feeling this way for a hot minute. There's part of me that's actually starting to think that whew, I want to start doing some more speaking and getting on stages and I'm totally doing a TEDx speak, uh, event. So just be on the lookout for that. It's 100% happening. I know that it is. And when I close my eyes and imagine my future self, I'm on stage like Tony Robbins. Like I ain't fucking around. We're going to have a blast. And for you listening, like, I just want to say thank you because like, I wouldn't be doing this if you weren't listening, you know, like there's so much for me, like business is not like business podcasting, whatever it's, it has nothing to do with, um, anything other than community. And I think my whole life, I've always, I've always really wanted to find like, who are my people? Like who, are, who is my community? Right. And I've really, I'm starting to find them out here in Denver, which has been amazing. Um, and I really want to connect more with you. So I've been talking about this community that we're, that we're building and, um, yeah, that's going to be happening. But in the meantime, like, I just want to know who you are, like, shoot me a DM at 
say I'm all teary and let me know. Screenshot the episode, tag me, let me know what was helpful for you because I know that this podcast is here to serve you. And for me to just share my experiences with you and let you know you're not the only one, or maybe let you know some things that you don't know yet or whatever, share my, um, you know, just shit that's going on. Like I consider you guys like my friends and, um, you know, the more that I've been a coach and the more that I've been a entrepreneur, which is even funny to call myself that the more that I realize that all I want is just a big fucking community of people that love each other. Like I've always said that growing up, like, yo, I just want everyone in the room to just like come together and love each other and have fun and play. And like, that's my dream. And that is my dream is to have this community. And I've just been the past like few weeks have been so hard for me. I have been struggling so much with just like, what the fuck do I really want to do with my life? Like, I know that sounds dramatic, but it really feels like I'm not, I'm no longer like what I was, right? I'm not, I'm not coaching on fitness. I'm not even coaching on nutrition, really. I'm, I'm coaching women into the best versions of themselves. I'm mentoring women. I'm leading women. I'm not really coaching there's part of the word coach I'm gonna go on a tangent really quick not related to coffee if you didn't realize that already but like there's part of the word coach that I don't like because it assumes that the person coaching knows more and like is better than the client and I just don't like that dynamic I like the dynamic of like I'm your mentor I'm walking alongside you I've been in the shitter and I know how to like support you through it and blah 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 and like also I know that the women that I work with are are fucking capable. They're very powerful and they are the only ones that can change and heal themselves, right? And step into their new levels. I can't do anything for them. I can show them the tools that have worked for me and I can give them perspectives and I can call them on their blind spots, but it's not my responsibility to quote unquote fix them because they're not broken, right? You're not broken. You don't need to be fixed. It's just about getting out of your own way and fucking doing the work required to feel your best. And so it's making me really rethink my entire business. It's making me rethink a lot of shit. Like, what do I really want to do? And what it is, is I want to build this fucking dope ass community and I'm building it, right? I'm building it with you included and hosting live, live events like Tony Robbins status. Yo, I know it's going to take time to get there, but oh God, I feel so deeply in my bones that that is what I'm on this planet to do is like speak to the masses. Like that's my dream is like being up on stage. Like I was an MC in the past. Like I could do that shit. I know it. Um, so I would love to hear, like, could you, could you see this? Like, would you show up to this event? Right. Um, and I'm, I'm going to be hosting my first retreat in the fall. So we're going to be in Sedona. It's going to be amazing. It's November 4th through 7th. I have a few spots left. I wasn't even going to talk about this on the podcast, but I guess we're here now. So if you're interested in coming to Sedona with me, um, it's going to be fucking epic. The retreat is a thousand dollars for the four days and three nights, which is stupid affordable. Just being real with you, the price of retreats is insane in my opinion. And I wanted to keep it as accessible as possible. So we get accommodations, it's this huge, beautiful house nestled in the Red Rocks of Sedona, um, transportation to and from the airport, all home-cooked meals, 
Um, and we have yoga, breath work. Um, what else do we have? We have cacao ceremonies. I have some amazing friends of mine coming in who are practitioners and they're going to be teaching those classes. We're going to go hiking. Uh, we're going to also have an optional plant medicine ceremony. It's going to be just like the most healing grounding thing. And the retreat itself is called disconnected, which is disconnecting from your technology, from your devices, from the craziness of the world and connecting with each other, with yourselves and with nature. And y'all know how I feel about nature. I'm always in nature and I'm always talking about taking social media detoxes and how really valuable it is, especially if you're a business owner. Um, so yeah, we'd love to have you. We're going to be doing some life purpose, some life path workshops. We're going to be talking about the Enneagram human design. We're going to be talking about so much fun stuff and just, you're going to connect with like minded, badass women. So this is the first of many retreats I'm going to be hosting. I'm so stoked. So yeah, if you want info, just send me a DM and we can chat and, uh, yeah, we'd love to have you there. All right. I think that's all for caffeine. Uh, community and the retreats. I am so glad I came upstairs, grabbed my mic, plugged it in and just hit record because these are always the best episodes. And I feel, I feel like I'm back, baby. Let me know if those have been helpful or this type of episode is helpful for you. And if you enjoy this kind of like me and you hanging out on your walk, um, because this is my jam. All right. I love you guys. Please, please, please have an amazing fucking week. Remember you are a badass human. You are capable of anything that you want deserve all that you desire and you my friend are a motherfucking queen